Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another month of Movie Monthlies here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, my, be- by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? Good resident movie fan, Sean Mean here. Connor, how are you on this fine Monday? <laughs> well, I, I feel like I've, the intros have gotten worse for Movie Monthlies. I've stopped doing the we talk movie news, entertainment news, and generally just have a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. We used to do this weekly, now we do it monthly, and now we cover all of the really big stories that all happened in June at this point. Yeah, which also, I feel that every big story that happened in June, I think people are kind of still talking about it. Mm. Like, it's not like the like things have died down or that there's this one-week cycle of news. It's like, people are still talking about how The Flash really underperformed. And we are going to touch on that. Barbie and Oppenheimer <laughs> and all this. Um, so, uh, speaking of June, uh, Dude dropped the Dude. trailer, Sean. Yes. Um, and we, I'm going to say it out loud, me and Sean, our favourite movie of like two years ago was Dude. Yeah. And we've made a pact that neither of us are going to watch any trailers. <laughs> because, and look, I know what happens in the books. It's not a He's spoiler right. thing. I just want to fucking feel something when I go to watch it, you know? <laughs> so we have to make an apology that we're not going to talk about the best thing ever <laughs> for six months. But... We're addressing it now so that we yeah. can still use it in the tags for the episode. Because, guys, be like, genuinely, movies are great. We're on a run right now. We're on a good run and I don't want oh, to ruin it. We're in for a fucking hot ticket summer right here, folks. So let's all <laughs> just so have fun. We won't be doing a, rev- a review of Dude. I've only seen one tweet about it and it said this might be the greatest movie ever made. So there's my review of the trailer. It's probably fucking amazing. Genuinely, before June 2 comes out, I'm going to rewatch June 1 like the night before. Yeah. And just have the best of times. Yeah. Um, but, Sean, speaking of trailers, um, what we want to do is because we've got monthly or month news to cover, really, in these episodes now, 
we got to get straight into it. I yeah. ca- I can't be dealing with your nonsense of you telling personal stories where you ultimately come out like in embarrassing situations or something along those lines. That's Connor. That's a Wednesday thing. Please, <laughs> I, I, I keep it professional. News Wednesday <laughs> knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hey, look, that, but that's what the people tune in for, Connor, for my childhood trauma. <laughs> if you want me to get into the news, if you give this a like and follow, subscribe, I don't know how it works, uh, on any podcast platforms, if you give us a review, uh, maybe don't give it now, maybe wait a little while, 20 minutes, see if you like it, and then write some if you feel like we're okay, or if we're shit, whatever, whatever it takes your fancy. No, we'll take really. any review, like, like positive <laughs> or negative, we want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear how we can improve. But we're starting with Sean, the movie that I know you're looking forward to most this year. Um, now, we kind Dune. of had a thing. <laughs> we kind of had a thing that the two trailers we weren't going to watch was Dune 2 and yeah. Craven the Hunter. Now, they were the two trailers that yeah. you, you agreed they're the most anticipated movies of the year. Um, that, that, uh, equal in quality and craft <laughs> is the yeah. term we use. It was, and we also had a deal for Morbius, the same level of quality. But Sean, Craven the Hunter has come out, and I've got to admit, I broke our oath um, for this one because I was too excited. I needed to see what Aaron Taylor Johnson well, was going to do. Well, Connor, I also broke our oath because you texted me half an hour ago <laughs> and said we're talking about the Craven the Hunter trailer. We have to watch it. Why are you revealing the behind the scenes? It was sorry, an oath. sorry. I mean. I just love Aaron so I much. I sliced my hand open for a blood sacrifice for the oat. <laughs> you did um, slice your hand open. <laughs> I think you did, but not separately. Um, but Sean Craven the Hunter, the trailer has dropped. It's very R-rated. I know you were shitting on this movie for months. In the, so for months yeah. leading up to this, everything we know about this movie has been against our own will. But Sean, this is Sony's newest entry into the anti-hero movies. What did you take of the trailer? Okay, I will continue to shit on this movie <laughs> because it shouldn't exist in the manner that it does. Yeah. And what I will say, and I have you to thank for this, is isn't this just DC's Animal Man? Because he's like he's he's trying to say he's a man with mystical superpowers trying to save all the animals. Hey, I suppose Animal Man can just like talk to the animals though. Right, okay. So, well, we haven't seen that. Maybe Craven has this ability. What I want to say is that this looks shit. This looks so, so bad. Someone tell Russell Crowe that he can just not take jobs sometimes. That's okay. <laughs> you leave Russell alone. So <laughs> He's a lovely The man. idea is that Craven, the hunter, whose whole thing is that he just wants to kill the most powerful thing to make himself more powerful. So yeah, if anyone doesn't know, Craven the Hunter is a Spider-Man villain in which he's just a real big baddie and he hunts animals and he's the greatest animal hunter of all time and then he eventually gets bored of hunting animals and then he starts hunting super-powered people and then he eventually tries to kill Spider-Man. Exactly, yeah. The first time he gets bored of hunting animals, he stops using guns and decides to kill animals with his bare hands. (laughs) Then he gets too good at that and decides to start hunting super people. And so Sony looked at that origin and then decided 
there's an anti-hero movie in that in which we can take advantage of his maybe softer side from when he's choking like a llama to death. Uh, maybe he's also kicking a fucking sheep, but at the same time, he might be nice to some sort of child. This and is the so, dude that regularly turns Central Park into like a safari zone for himself and hunts <laughs> Spider-Man for sport. So this, this is, is the man who killed Spider-Man to take his place. Yeah, but he's an anti-hero now. We like him. He's ripped to trades. Aaron Taylor Johnson's a beast in this movie. Aaron Taylor Johnson looks amazing. I'll say that. We will give him that. Well, I will also say, I think this is a good trailer. If you <sighs> didn't know anything about this story leading into it, I think this would get you to go see this movie. I feel about this how you felt about Joker, in that if you just call this The Hunter, it's a fine movie. Yeah. But it's craven, and it's not craven. And I'm yeah. no, I'm all for like you can take liberties with source material, and you can make it different. But this isn't a craven the hunter movie. <laughs> no, no. But I'm also of the opinion that Morbius. I think one of those trailers looked okay as well. Um, and so that yeah. it's not a reflection. But it had on all the, the Spider-Man the shit in it that they cut out of the theatrical release. <laughs> like it's two minutes and you can make it look real good. I was watching this with all of like when he pulls out that bear trap, snaps it on that guy's head. I was like, this is John Wick, but he's like killing hunters. And I'm kind of like, that's a good idea. Except I know Craven the Hunter's an absolute dickhead. <laughs> he's a he cloned himself hundreds <laughs> of times. And then had all the clones kill each other to find the strongest clone and then body swapped into that clone to make himself younger. I think it, this review should be interjected with me saying positives and you saying more and more ludicrous stories Craven has been involved in. He's a monster of a man. Like Also, in this movie, how like I, he is going to do... Not, this isn't that like, oh, I want this man to kill animals. That's not the point here. But the, like... The hunter aspect of Craven, I feel, is going to be the first maybe 25 minutes of this movie. And the rest is him going to be quite strong and fast fighting goons. For he's basically Black Panther for the rest he, of it. Pretty much, yeah. Like, he's just, like, he, he's, he's just strong and fast instead of strong or fast. What, what about if, did you like the bit when he was like, oh, where's this guy? And he's like, well, you're standing in him. And the guy looks down and there's blood around his foot because he's clearly killed that guy before he turned up and then he crossbows him to death. It's it's like, yeah, but it's like, and I, I just watched a video about this, so it's fresh in my mind, but it's like when a wrestling company tries to push someone as a hero and try and make him the coolest motherfucker in the world. He's saying and all it, the quips. He is saying the quips. <laughs> all of the quips. Again, this like in the same way that Venom feels like it should have come out in like 2010. This feels the same to me. Yeah, that, and in 2010, this would have slammed. Been a you know slam what, That's actually just a good. I watching this like he's built to be cool. Like he's ripped yeah. to shreds. He's played by Aaron Taylor Johnson, who people like. Um, he looks really great. And he's fucking going around killing people and he's basically John Wick, but he's killing fucking animal hunters and he's saying all the quips. And it's like, this is really cool. And I think you will actually get quite a lot of people going to see this movie off this trailer. Um, The problem is that Sony think this is going to be the start of a big superhero thing for this character. And I don't know if it has any more legs because... Like, Russell Crowe is Craven the Hunter dead in this. He's, like, the, that character. And 
Aaron yeah. Taylor Johnson's character is his son, and he gets bitten by a radioactive lion. It's, yeah, I think that's or the lion's blood, and it's a it's probably a magic lion. You know, like it has to be a magic. Like the lion is, I mean, it's a giant lion. So I'm gonna say maybe it's a some sort of enhanced lion. Graven is enhanced. Like he he went through like a shamanic ritual kind of a thing to enhance his senses and things like that. No, I think but this is lion blood, though. This is transfusion powers. He's got tiger blood. Remember that meme from 2009? <laughs> He's got lion blood, but the lion was magic, so he gets attacked by a lion, which he should be dead, but somehow he survives because the lion is... The, like, the blood goes inside him, and then we have that scene of all of his atoms changing love and that. oh that's i love that love One that one of my favorite things in a film when that happens <laughs> and now he's super well powered and he's hunting his own dad yeah which i mean the the, the concept of it is fine if it's not a craven the hunter character if this is just an independent movie like i mm. and it just feels like they're using the name because they had i feel like there was just a script pitched about this about an animal rights activist action hero and they said hmm what do we have the license for and then somebody were like oh fuck we need an anti-hero movie (laughs) morbius is gonna kill but what happens after that (laughs) how do we top morbius guys we can't we have to double it (laughs) um i also i mean i like a i like a crossbow I'm, I'm a big fan of a crossbow in any form. That's pretty good. Uh, one of my notes is, why is this being made? And then my final note, Sean, and I'm going to have a question to you, is Rhino is in this? We didn't know that. There's another Spider-Man villain because they only have the rights to Spider-Man villains. Do you know what re- weirdly would have been really funny? Is if it had been, they'd done the Rhino reveal and it was Paul Giamatti. I... <laughs> from Amazing Spider-Man 2 in the suit and they double down on that and and he's like full on tracksuit wearing Paul Giamatti in the fucking rhino suit barbed wire tattoo and everything yeah like I think that would I genuinely think people would have had the same reaction they had to seeing Green Goblin in the No Way Home trailer that would have been so fucking funny no I I mean Rhino's in this I suppose they could do him better in this one yeah like I wonder like big rhino costume and or like maybe more I, I th- they're probably doing the morph into rhino version of rhino aren't they they wouldn't mm. do the he's a man attached to a no I, I mean there's a shot at the end where his skin starts going grey and scaly yeah. so he's turning into a rhino man so maybe the idea is there's some sort of oh I have it a plot I don't I haven't heard anything about the plot but there's an injection thing going around that turns you into animals or oh. certain animals, and people are taking it to become big and strong. And there's an episode of Battle Beyond called Splicers, and people are splicing animals into their own DNA. And it ultimately, the big bad guy, he splices too many animals in one shot. He gets all big, hubris. and you gotta beat him. Hubris. <laughs> here's, my, here's my theory, right? This is bold, but I think you're right that there's some <laughs> company doing weird animal experiments and fusing people with animals. And I think Craven is going to free all of the animals, except for a single spider, <gasps> which will then bite someone's hand. We won't see their face. It'll just be a hand. I mean, uh, yeah. And then they're like, we don't have the rights to show the face. <laughs> we, just have one, we have the rights to show one finger. But then 
Beyond the Spider-Verse comes out. Oh. Miles Morales comes into live action. And it's Miles Morales is the one. But he would have already been bit, technically. Yeah, see, this is it's going to fall up. So you're saying Craven is the starting point of the of the massive universe that they're building. It's basically the, the linchpin of it all. I, th- I think Craven is going to be the one to do it. We thought it would be Venom. Then we thought it would be Venom 2. Let the, then we thought it would be Marvel. But it's Craven. Craven's the one. <laughs> Craven's the one. It's the underrated one. It's under. Nobody recognised it. Nobody knew it was coming. That's basically Infinity War. This is what this is. It's pretty um, much. It's pretty much the but, same thing. But yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer, go watch it or don't. It's fine. But it looks kind of cool. If you just you can, it looks like a movie you can turn your brain off and watch. And sometimes Do movies can be that. Yeah, this is a movie that comes on TV and you're fine that it has ad breaks. Yeah. Um, speaking of movies you can turn your brain off to watch Sean Fast and Furious now we have had some news this month in that the Fast and Furious world is going to keep getting bigger now look we know the movies are coming to an end but The Rock he's had some losses recently and The Rock had a few big L's for Dwayne he's having a few L's in a row and since uh, Black Adam came out he's kind of been he's on the upward swing his agents and his PR team are clearly like right we're doing a live action Moana whether you like it or fuck it now because that's good and what else are you in that makes money well the Fast and Furious franchise because you Jungle Cruise (laughs) Jungle Cruise 2, 3, 4 but you're Hobbs even though you hate fucking Vin Diesel we don't have to do that because you did Hobbs and Shaw, but now, Sean, there's going to be a new Fast and Furious spin-off featuring The Rock and Jason Momoa's character from the most recent movie going to be called Hobbs and Reyes. <laughs> right, so uh, Jason Momoa uh, famously was the most popular part of that recent movie. Much yeah, because he's actually like a madman. Of Mr. Diesel. Uh, so, and, okay... So they're just taking two people that are more charismatic than Vin Diesel and putting them in a movie together. I think that's the idea. Also, I think the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So the idea is that The Rock is like, well, Momoa also now hates Diesel, um, the car and the man. And so like he, he's like, okay, we'll bring him into our spinoff because we're going to do it anyway. We got a Rock Momoa press tour going on. I mean, you're printing money, Sean. You're printing money at that stage. That's true. I mean, like... Is Momoa... Momoa's a good actor, though, as well. Like, so... <laughs> what you said about The Rock? <laughs> I, I, I would never call The Rock a good actor, to be honest. <laughs> he's no Dave Batista. He's no Batista. He's he's not even a Cena, Connor. You know? Cena's a better actor than The Rock is, I will say. I, yeah, I would say that as well. Yeah, I would say yeah. that as well. But, uh, but the Cena I mean, goes I, to very few uh, jungles. That's the one thing I will say about John Cena. True. He, the Rock has cornered the jungle market, which is difficult because of all the trees. But I like. Do you think people want this, or is it just like desperately? No, we can't lose. Like it's the big. It's one of our biggest franchises. We can't just have it end. Nothing can end. It has to go forever. I think that the it's probably a combination of both of them. But I but I think that it comes down to the Rock's team. Telling him we need a win, like we need a hit. I can see that happening. Feel like right, 
we need some good press here because you're on a bit of a swing low here. So yeah. what we can do is we reveal the Moana news, which I mean, fine, live action Moana, cool. It's Still like not mad about it myself, years. but whatever. <laughs> less than 10 years after the, before, or after the previous one, doesn't matter. But the, this one, this is locked in for 500 million. Easy. This is, yeah. They're guaranteed to make their money back. They're guaranteed to be fine. The press tour will be there. It'll happen. It'll get a lot of clicks on Lad Bible and stuff. It's, I mean, it's locked they'll, they'll, in. They'll taste food from each other's countries and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> they're both they're, how, much, how much did Hobbs and Shaw cost to make? I don't know, but it had Idris Elba as well in it. So, I mean, I assume probably a lot. Uh, budget was $200 million and it made $760 million. I'm telling you. And that's Hobbs and Shaw. Like, Shaw, that's what Statham. You swap Statham, Statham out from Mom- It's a difficult sentence to say. Swap Statham Mom- out from Momoa. I think Momoa's a bigger draw than Statham. Oh, 100%. Like, he has... Momoa's across more audiences, I think. Because mm. Momoa has, like, people our age and a good bit older. But then also, like, young kids love Jason Momoa because he's just so cool, you know? Yeah. Well, I think everyone loves him because he's so cool. <laughs> like, That's true. We all wish he's, we could be that cool. I love him in Dune. <laughs> Did you know there's a number two coming out of that? Dune 2. Yeah, Dune 2. Dune 2, two yeah. others, as you would have them Dune to you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great tweet I saw. <laughs> um, I still can't get over the tweet with Rodney Dangerfield doing the, about the, the sandworms. That's so funny. Um, they were all coming out previously when the last movie came out and I say I sent them to you there was like a whole thread of oh, the yeah, worst joke you've ever seen in your life it's such a niche joke that you couldn't really show it to anyone else but you're like but, this is great <laughs> I can only hope that the same will happen again which is I why we, so. I, again no trailers I want to be surprised <laughs> Sean Hobbs and Reyes in or are you out uh, out I'm not, I'm not into this universe at all Connor to be honest I, I, but what I, about at the end of the last movie when The Rock says I ain't hard to find you some bitch huh I, I, oh, that? I, had not, I had not seen I had not <laughs> I've seen one I've seen a bit where there's two different shots and in one The Rock looks real big and in the other he looks real small <laughs> I've seen that <laughs> shot a lot on Twitter you mean the Vin Diesel one is it the Vin Diesel one? They're like face to face, but the perspective yeah, is Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's seven or eight. It might be eight when they fall out. So they fall out while filming and they can't be in the same scene together because they have to always be the same height. But Vin Diesel's at least like seven inches smaller than The Rock because The Rock is like six, seven or six, yeah, six. Like so, natural height. And Vin Diesel's just a regular sized man. Which and is fine so, to be. Which is fine. But like, <laughs> if the other person is The Rock, you're, you're like, it's going to be difficult. And so they shoot every scene that like they're the same height somehow. Yeah. Well, it's, they did the same with Downey Jr. to be fair in as Iron Man. Like he wore lifts and he was standing on Apple boxes half the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, Sean. And this one might interest you, it might infuriate you, is that rumours about Deadpool 3 coming out. And that is the fact that not only is it being released early, by the way, that's just random news that I have. Um, that, But also, it may feature multiple Deadpool and Wolverine variants, Sean. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty neat. <laughs> 
pretty alright guys James Mangold came out about this uh, this month and James Mangold famously recently done Indiana Jones but he also did Logan uh, yeah. the, the best Wolverine movie um, and he was like they're kind of just like draining it dry now ironically he's doing Indiana Jones so James like read the room but yeah but I think you, I think his wording on it was like it was like oh what did you think about them bringing back Wolverine and he was like I think he said like I'm not surprised but I'm disappointed or something like that yeah yeah and uh, but I think it's because like yeah Logan was such a good send off this is going to involve multiple Wolverine variants multiple Deadpool variants Sean this is technically another multiverse movie we're all loving it I'm I'm absolutely looking forward to more of them is what I'm always saying to you um, and so I think every movie now should have a multiverse movie <laughs> it's been s- like the thing is is that we've already se- like we've seen because Spider-Verse has happened now so that's my bar for if you're doing a multiverse it better be this you know like same way that uh, the the multiverse of madness came out the same time as everything everywhere all at once. One of them covers it a lot better than the other. So mm. I don't I don't I like I, I don't look I I don't mean to be a downer on this. It's cool that we live in a world where movies are being made with the wildest comic book concepts that would have been ludicrous a few years ago. But it needs to make sense. It's not like that. My least favorite scene is that fucking Illuminati scene in Multiverse of Madness. Because it's just here. Look at these people. Look at these characters you like. That's deemed to be enough. Also, what's really interesting. This is just like a broader talk on cinema, probably the last five or six years. But that it's it's a lessening return every time you do it. So the, the movies now are kind of this isn't just Deadpool, but like the movies now 15 years ago you could be like, this is so cool that there's like these different people are all, they're from the other things, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh man, that's so cool. And that shot in the trailer got so many fucking clicks. Like 2016 even, uh, 2017, stuff like that got so many clicks. And we had Spider-Man a few years ago, which also worked well, but they didn't show anything. They actually did the opposite, whereas they didn't show a thing, but they're like, well, they're in it, but they're not in it, but they're in it. You know, you, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, people are like, is it a cameo or are they like important to the plot? And it's like, yeah. turns out they're really important to the plot. Whereas I find now, especially like this year, like we've seen it with The Flash, is that putting these characters in the movies for the sake of having them in the movies for that for that shot, it doesn't work anymore. It, no. People don't care. No, it, like, it doesn't have the same impact because you've... Because if they're in it, and they're in it just for the sake of it, then you can guarantee they'll be in the trailer. So you've already burned the oh wow moment mm. of, you know, seeing that character meet this other character for the first time. I also think people probably like, and that moment in the cinema when they have like the silence after the people come in. And yeah. like, I, it's so weird that like, as an audience, I feel like we've kind of not evolved beyond that, but like it's happened so often that now it doesn't hit the same. Like, the first few are, like, amazing. And we used to get really excited, like, he could be in this and he could be coming back. Now when I'm like, this old character could be coming back. For example, the X-Men crew from 2000 are in this movie, and we know they're in this movie. And I told you that, and you were like, oh, that's pretty, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) That'd that'd be all right. (laughs) Like, what are we we doing here? I heard rumours that Ben Affleck might be back as Daredevil in Secret Wars or something like that. Like. 
What? Like, it, it's like, okay, neat. But, like, that, it, it, if it doesn't matter, then it doesn't matter. Like, if the, if them being there does not change the plot at all, and they're just there for a trailer shot or to get a wow moment or a clip on YouTube, then there's no reason to actually have them in the movie. And I, th- I mean, like, this will just be done for comedy, so you'll have multiple Deadpools. You're going to have Deadpool from this- uh, the Wolverine movie, uh, the first one. Yeah. Um, you're you're gonna have uh, Wolverine, or sorry, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna have Wolverine dressed in yellow in one universe. You're gonna have Wolverine who's like five foot six in a different universe, but also still Hugh Jackman. You're probably gonna this, have multiple jokes. It does also lend credence to the theory that this is gonna happen in the Mojo verse, which is a world based around entertainment and the successful versions of characters would all. I'm still up. like, if they try and pull off the fucking Mojo verse in this in these Look. movies which we talked about in the Psylocke review or Psylocke Hero Zero like two months ago and it, it my brain was boiled in that like <laughs> there's, there's a character who just sets up his own TV show within Marvel and then kidnaps superheroes and makes them star in it pretty much yeah like and that's that's been in comics basically the whole time like since the 70s or 80s that's been a thing but I, like it's a, it's a it's a natural way for Deadpool and Wolverine to meet a bunch of versions of themselves, I guess. So yeah, look, we're going to get multiple versions of Deadpool, multiple versions of Wolverine in this. I don't know if people will care. I'm sure the movie will be grand. <laughs> I know that coming yeah. up to so May her next year, it's coming out. I know that press tour. Uh, Ryan Reynolds worked, nobody worked harder than him on those fucking press releases and getting those clicks on YouTube and on Facebook. And he does put my, one of my favorite videos of all time is that video of Deadpool in the park with the kids before yeah. before the very very first one. And it felt like now they're like so polished, but like back then it was just like a camcorder in a fucking park. Because no one had any shit. faith that it was going to do well, but now yeah. everyone's trying to mimic that and imitate that. Yeah, I think he's doing that, but now it's like such a more polished version. And we don't want to be like, you've changed, man. But it genuinely just was cooler when I was like, oh, nobody else likes this, but this is fucking funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. I can't believe he's getting away with this kind of a thing. <laughs> also, can I just say, like, news stories like this, and especially in, like, in the run up to next May when this is coming out, I'm really glad we're not doing this show week on week anymore. <laughs> Because it would get fucking exhausting. Because like, I genuinely, I don't know how everyone else listens to this feels, but I'm kind of like, d- fine, yeah, all right, let's just bring out the movie. I mean, it might be cool. Might, like, ironically, actually, the bigger the movies get, the more I think, well, actually, the Batman had a very small plot <laughs> and it was real good. <laughs> yeah, but at the, and at the minute, I'm just like, oh, yeah, but but like, think of all the work and dedication that went into Barbie. Like, I'm really yeah. excited to see how I that d- turns I d- Actually, you know what? You know? Greta's after doing it. I don't know what she's done, but she's done it. She caused a pain shortage. Like, what's going on here? Did you see Ryan Gosling on the red carpet talking about uh, Ken Energy? Or Ken Energy? Yeah, your Kenergy. Your Kenergy. And, I mean, that man's a genius. It's <laughs> just ridiculously funny. He's so good. Like, he, he's a man who commits to the bit as well. Yeah, like, like, he, he knows doesn't exactly give a shit. what he's doing. And that's, no. that's his quality of, like, he, he has the comedy of someone who's much uglier than he actually is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he had to learn comedy before he got handsome. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is one of the new, worst news stories 
of the month that I brought oh. to you because I thought you might enjoy it and that oh, is dear. we are getting a live action Disney remake of oh. Bambi yes that's oh. what we're getting fucking fantastic if any of us know Disney live action remakes of everything over the last 15 years um, you've probably noticed Aladdin Lion King uh, we had Jungle Book Little Mermaid. The Jungle Book yeah oh they're all and there's at least another four or five locked in um, but Lilo and Stitch are, is coming I think yes there's a live action Lilo and Stitch there is now going to be a live action remake of Bambi in which we will probably have to look at a very realistic deer getting shot which I'm assuming will be horrific and I don't know what will happen when this movie comes out yeah <laughs> why is it being made like it is there aside from the hunter is there humans in Bambi um, or is this all animals? I mean, you could, probably all animals. Because then it's a full, just a f- an an it's a fully animated movie, which most of them are. But there's usually some level of human performance in there. Mm. But I like oh, look. I, I I make no secret. I don't like these remakes. I think they're just worse than everything that came before. Uh, like if the animated movie was good. Why release a live action thing unless you're just trying to double your money? Now, The Little Mermaid got shit on for other reasons, but apparently everyone in it is just having a bit of fun. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Okay. That's fine, but I have no there, I have no reason in my life to watch that, to set yeah. aside the time to watch that. Yeah, because like it's it's one of those where the original Bad Me was released in 1942. <laughs> like, wow. So, I mean, it's been a few years. It's It's a bit longer than Moana was. I will say that, but at the same time, I also see, like, what is the point of seeing this? Who is this for? It's certainly not for, like, children, because the more live-action that deer looks, the yeah, worse it's, it's weird going to be. Because the, the start of Bambi already traumatised a bunch of kids. And that was and the drawing. It was a, that, was a, that was a piece of cartoon that did that. So just seeing a regular-ass deer getting shot... Like, and the little mama. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> now, I will say, uh, Sarah Polly is down to direct it. So she is an Oscar winner. Um, and she uh, she recently won the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay for Women Talking. And so she will be working on the movie. So to do have an Oscar winner directing it. and That's fair. It, Chloe Zhao made Eternals, though. True. That movie also is not good. <laughs> so let's just, let's not uh, ascribe an Academy Award true, to true. inherent talent. Um, unless you're talking about Greta Gerwig, who has changed cinema, obviously. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Everyone goes see Oppenheimer, Barbie, Double Bill. We're all doing that opening also, day. Also, Brendan obviously. Fraser, he also deserves it. <laughs> Give it to Brendan. <laughs> um, uh, the the words they use is that the project will use photorealistic CGI to wow, recreate the Wow, that's a new movie. thing. Yeah, that's good. I really like when it's photorealistic. That's, no, that's, that's really a, good. That's not a selling point anymore, is it? That's a, genuinely, inherently, I think that's maybe a turn off for some people. Being like, oh, we're using a lot of CGI in this movie. Oh, cool. Great. Neat. Yeah. But then Christopher Nolan's like, no, we made an atomic bomb and we set it off. It's cool. <laughs> we killed so many people. But I really wanted to get the shot. Someone's, I saw a thing and it was like the dream house from Barbie is up on Airbnb. 
as a promotional thing. No, I know the joke you're going to make. Everyone was just like, Oppenheimer marketing team has the opportunity to do the funniest thing in the world. We bombed the city. Hey, <laughs> let's go see the movie. Um, so the upcoming live action stage, just to let you know, is Snow White. That has Rachel Zegler and Gal Gadot in it. Uh, that's for next year. Mufasa, The Lion King, directed by Barry Jenkins, Oscar-winning Barry Jenkins, uh, it will be the year after. And Lilo right. and Stitch, uh, will also be coming out. So, I mean, that's a, that's a dream trilogy. None of these sound good. None of these sound good. We always just come back to, I mean, they're not for us. That's fair enough. Maybe they're for you listening. Maybe you're interested. But, like, if you are aiming towards the younger demographic, what 12-year-old or 7-year-old prefers to watch the live-action Lion King than the animated Lion King? Yeah, like, it doesn't... They're, like those old, those older movies are still, they're literally they're timeless, you know. Like they're just they, they're they're always appropriate for the era that they're in. Apart from some stuff, but we won't get into that. But <laughs> something a bit fucking iffy. But because of the coherency of the art direction in those movies, they don't look they don't look dated aesthetically. Mm. They're yeah. stylized. They have. They're, they're. Oh yeah, it's fine. It's fine. They're. Sh- I hate to see giant these fucking. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I've got a double bill for the next piece of news, Sean. Right. Um, I'm gonna put a heart about- monitor on for one of these episodes one day and just see what come happens. Come on, come on now, right? Because we have the Flash, Sean. Uh, not only beep, the Flash. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> That is, I've got two pieces of news. One, the Flash, as everyone knows, bombing big time. Um, yeah. Not, it's not going well. Um, and so it. There's also another thing is that the director, however, of the Flash, Sean, has been mm-hmm. brought in to direct DC's Batman movie. Oh, that's the Brave and the Bold. That's the Brave and the Bold. So Andy Muschietti, who is the director of the Flash movie, uh, Variety have confirmed that he will be directing Batman the Brave and the Bold. So uh, that James Gunn and Peter Safford have released this news. He's locked in to play that, to be the director for that movie. Uh, they still have no Batman, but they have the movie lined up and he right. will be directing it. Sean, how much pressure is on this man? <laughs> so, so much. Now, let look. The Flash isn't in touch. That the the blame does not rest on the head of that man. No, that movie got passed around about seventy five times before it got to him. Yeah, he was just the last one to. And tie also, he got stuck together. with Ezra. Like Ezra's locked in when he turns up. <laughs> yeah, so maybe with a clean slate and you know a guiding hand in the form of James Gunn and Peter Safran, maybe. I, like he he'll do a better job. Um, it's like again, like Chloe Zhao made No Man Lad and Eternals. Like directors can do different things depending on the studio they're working with and the material that they have. So I wouldn't fucking write Batman off straight away. I would also say, who's to know if Warner Brothers will still be around by the time this Batman movie comes out? Because <laughs> what's fucking happening over there, lads? <laughs> <laughs> they have too much money to fail, but they're still failing so badly. They're losing so much money. So much money. Why? We just someone help us budget this. <laughs> Come on. Just, uh, like it's 
I, I just... And also, apparently, Aquaman 2 is on track to be a really bad movie. Uh, yes. Everyone is... That's the, the word on the street. So the news is that Blue Beetle, by the way, will be the launching point of the new DCU. Um, and so I think Aquaman 2 is basically discounted. And Blue Fair. Beetle is now seen as like, James Gunn has said, okay, Blue Beetle counts, but Aquaman doesn't, even though Aquaman 2 comes after Blue Beetle. Let's not look into that too much. See, that's interesting to me, because we do get a Batman mention in the Blue Beetle trailer. They call Batman a fascist. Uh, so so I guess if Batman has a Damien and a kid, he's probably been around a couple of years, right? Yeah, so there was a few options in terms of the Batman. Now, look, we're, we can speculate all day. Like, we can do all the obvious choices. Nicholas Holt, once again, tried out for this. We'll, we'll come to him later on when it comes to Superman. But yeah. uh, Jensen Eccles got thrown around. He's always been involved with Batman stuff uh, for years. And live action, he looks really good as Bruce Wayne. But I do think he's a bit too old to be it's Bruce Wayne. a bit old Wade. if they're going for the younger-ish Superman as well. Yeah, kind of now I do because they've already kind of done the young Superman old Batman thing. It literally like six years ago. Yeah. So maybe doing one where they're the same age. Yeah, and they're like they're friends, like they are in the animated series. Like, yeah, that could work really, really well. I think. <laughs> uh, so I like I I don't I don't the like that we're we're kind of just de- deviated a little bit. I like that Blue Beetle is getting a fair shake at it. That they're really being like, no, this could work. And so also, I actually, but I think it's a very James Gunn move to be like, that's the underdog. I don't think people are going to like it. Let's yeah. pick that one as the launching point. But, oh, wow. Imagine launching a successful superhero franchise off of a non-household name superhero. <laughs> and like making it like smashing it. And then be like, oh, yeah. fuck, now we got another big one. And having a dedicated creative team behind it who just want to mm. make it as good as it can be. Yes. Like, uh, you know, it, it it could work and it could be just... It's just weird enough to get people in. And if it doesn't do well, you can always say, oh, well, it's a bit weird. Then when you slam dunk it with the Batman-Superman combo, then you get a little universe going. Well, you see, look, okay, Andy Machete directing this movie. What The one thing I would say about this is that is this not the most poison chalice of all time? That you yeah. get to direct a Batman movie called Batman the Brave and the Bold. It's part of DCU. But over to the side there is Pattinson and Matt Reeves. And they're coming out with Batman 2 next year. And, yeah. like, what do you... Like, no matter how talented Andy Muschietti is, there has to be a bit of him that's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. What it reminds me of that scene of um, The Simpsons when Homer Simpson is like, you're Daryl Strawberry. You play where I play. Yes. Are you better than me? I've never met you, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, it's... You're being compared to probably the the most excellent example in the genre at the at that point. Like, it's... Yeah. And also, it, that character, if Pattinson's character, you could call him a fascist. With the, with the way he is in that movie. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Like... Yeah, like, that, the idea that one man is in charge, basically, of stopping crime in Gotham. Like, and he'll but do this also kind of confirms that uh, Pattinson's Batman is not going to be the DCU Batman because there's another director now involved yeah. in a whole new project. Which is good. I Like, I was really worried they were going to start folding it in. But no, keep them separate. 
keep him safe. Just, he's so fancy. Good luck, Andy Machete, if you can pull this off. Because oh, I love Batman. I, I would be okay. I like a good Batman, it would be what I would say. But it's just, it's going to be real tough, <laughs> real <laughs> difficult. Do you think, in terms of Batman movies, is there more good ones or bad ones? Oh, depends where you're coming from. Because obviously Batman and Robin is the best one. So yes, that's of course. Okay, so look, we're going to take the Nolan trilogy. Obviously, They're one all... and two definitely. Third one, not quality-wise, is lower, but still excellent compared to the rest, I would say. Uh, yeah, on the whole and against the, the rest of the scale. Yeah, I think those three are Okay, good. so you got three, you got the Batman is four. Um, I'll give you... Give us the first Keaton. I think first Keaton first is Keaton. pretty good. Yeah, uh, I guess. And it's it's iconic, yeah. So, returns so. we don't like but a lot of people do like it um, I, that's a terrible outside of Batman that's a terrible film everybody <laughs> yeah, we were we reviewed it for the Patreon if you want to go over there um, yeah, we shot there on was, it for an hour um, we also have Kilmer Jim Carrey's doing a lot of cocaine in that movie yeah. it's, it's fine um, not it's I wouldn't say bad. like it's I, well, it's so it's fun to watch on a rainy day, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> is what I would say. Right, of course, that old <laughs> adage. <laughs> it's a difficult one to put in, um, and then obviously Batman and Robin bad. So and then Batman versus Superman bad. Justice League. Ah, that's not a Batman movie, though. Not ah, really. Fine. Uh, fine. So I think it's five to four. I think it's yeah. good five, bad four. So. Mr. Machete, you could really you, you could either, balance the scales. You could balance the scales, or you could give us a little bit of an advantage here. We <laughs> see Matt Reeves is coming out after before that, so his the scales are going to be six four. I'm I'm all in on that. You Reeves. don't know that, Connor. That's, he could fumble the bag real hard, like Denny Villeneuve for Dune Two. The, oh, I've never been more confident than three movies, the the Spider Verse movies. The Batman sequel and the Dune sequel. I was like, no, the three never grand. Like, the I love how good. much you like Dune, by the way, because <laughs> so I remember good. trying to explain it to you, and you're like, this is nonsense. <laughs> um, it's like a good Star Wars. Nobody come for me. Come on, guys. Yeah, he's come right on. though. He's correct. Come for me. I don't know. <laughs> what are you booing him? He's right. <laughs> uh, Sean, I have sad news. It's oh. it's kind of a bit of an in memoriam day. Um, I don't really know how to tell you this. <sighs> kind of related for the Craven the Hunter thing is um, what the fuck the movie El Muerto has been cancelled um, it's, it's been muertoed it's it's off the Sony release date list oh my um, god for 2024 and we don't know if it's going to come back but what, what will the no El Muerto fan filming. think um, it's just I have to be honest with you it was my most anticipated movie of the decade and now it's gone, and I don't know what to do with myself. Ladies and gentlemen, he's crying actual tears, I hope you know <laughs> Yes, that. I'm an actor! <laughs> he's really committed yes. to the bit. Yes. <laughs> I just love El Muerto. He's riddled with hay fever. The, uh, uh, Sean, if you could describe why El Muerto being cancelled is funny to anyone who maybe didn't keep up with this story, it'd be uh, great. Ima- imagine you're Sony and you have access to all of Spider-Man's rogue gallery and can do basically whatever you want with them. But then there's this one lad who's a luchador... And he's got two comics that he appears in. <laughs> two? No, no, that wasn't a miss. He didn't like misspeak. He, no, like he, one more than two one. issues. Two issues of a comic where he he interacts with Spider Man. He's a villain yeah. at first, and then he's a he, he's a successful luchador, I guess. 
and then you, I think he was to be played by Bad Bunny, the the, the rapper, uh, which who just likes wrestling. Apparently, he was was wrestling recently this year. He was on a pay per view. There you go. So and and so they were like, oh, and it's it's a natural, it's a match made in heaven. And so they announced. I think they announced like Venom three, Craven, and this all at the same time. It was down to release January 2024, so about seven months from now, or six wow. months from now, it was meant to come out, and unfortunately, it's now been it's been pushed back, okay, so it's not technically cancelled, it just has a new release date that, you know, maybe they're changing it, the movie's still happening, Sean, El Muerto's still locked in, he's gonna carry this fucking, he's gonna carry this universe to greatness. Maybe, maybe they're making it better, you know, maybe... <laughs> Maybe he didn't do enough muertoing at the time. <laughs> it's muertoing time. It's muertin time. Um, are we sad about El Muerto? Possibly we're, we won't be able to Connor, see him for a while. I will level with you. Until yeah. you brought up this story, yeah. I forgot El Muerto was happening. <laughs> but do you not remember the holy trinity of uh, Craven, Morbius and El Muerto? That was... That was the, we and you said we were gonna. That we made another oath. I know we did yes. that. We were gonna like ki- we were gonna go see all of these movies and then maybe like sacrifice a, a goat or something. Do you remember? Do you remember we did that? No, I think that was your <laughs> local priest you were talking to at the time. <laughs> ah, yeah. Sorry, he hates the goats. Yeah, not like it's it's not even about sacrifices for him. He just <laughs> fucking hates goats. <laughs> I was like, Father, I've sinned. I've cheated on my partner. Let's go fucking strangle a goat. It'll make you feel better. It's the only thing that'll cure <laughs> you. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, Sony Spider-Man spin-off. It's lost its 2024 release date. Everyone calm down. It's probably still going to happen, okay? It's just... And look, it, you can reread all of those comics in about <laughs> two to ten minutes, I would say. <laughs> They're like 20 pages each. It probably appears for maybe seven of those pages, but it's going to be a good seven. Yeah. Oh, it's some of the best seven pages you'll ever read. Yeah. Uh, Sean, also in... Sorry, I just didn't mention the Flash thing was two things that we really should uh, discuss. Was that one, the Flash, uh, there was already apparently a Flash sequel script already written. That's good. um, Because they were like locked in for this happening but something else i wanted to be a success <laughs> the video to the cover with this was the fact that it's the biggest box office disaster of all time is anyone surprised though <laughs> well yes i would say it because like I, I, okay maybe not all time but like it's the biggest flop of probably this year now i don't really like the term of like oh it's the biggest flop it's the biggest hit whatever that fucking shit Really, if you just break it down, it's just made a lot less money than we all thought it was going to be. Turns out, people didn't want to go see it. Um, it made it's made nine or sorry, it's made two hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's been out for three weeks, and it cost two hundred and twenty million dollars to make. So, and then, it, like, how, like, it had to be marketed not once, not twice, but three times as well. Yeah. This movie. So in its it's an American box office, it made fifty five million dollars in its first three days. Excellent. Wow. Then its second weekend, they lost seventy three percent of that, taking in only fifteen million on its second weekend. Gee, and like it's summer, like schools are out, like kids are going to the cinema. They're just not watching this. 
And it's mad because like it came out on June 16th. It's got Ezra Miller. It's got The Flash. It's got Michael Keaton's Batman. It's got Supergirl. It's got Zod. It's got a whole bunch of universes. But more importantly, it's got Tom Cruise saying it's the best movie ever. James Gunn came out and said this was fucking great. James, yeah. I don't know what happened. Why did people are saying it is a good movie? CGI is atrocious in it. If, if, in fairness, but in terms of and also some bits where they bring back people who are not with us anymore really yeah. bad taste really um, weird one of whom fucking hated the fact that he was only known for Superman exactly. but the fact that it flopped at all to this degree is maybe I would say it's probably down to two things maybe I want to hear your opinion on this but like it comes down to Ezra I would say and yeah. also I think people are sick of this universe <laughs> I think they're sick of this universe and I think yeah I think they know that there's it's not going anywhere like, as in, there's no plan for the rest of this universe. This film doesn't matter whatever happens in it. Um, like, I think it's just going to... I don't even know if this universe, the DCEU or whatever it's called, gets a send-off. I think it just stops one day and we never revisit it again. For example, uh, somebody said Warner Brothers needed a Batman-level gross, but instead they got a Green Lantern-like <laughs> level gross. Tough. <laughs> Tough things to be saying. It just is really interesting, but I also think it's... I'm going to come out and say this shot. I think it's actually a really good sign uh, because yeah. I think people are now going to see good movies, uh, movies that they like more so. Yeah, 100%. And like, people are like voting with their wallets is the fucking term that people use, but people are just sick of seeing the same old shit over and over again. And Marvel so, have accounted to that as well. So it's a combination oh, of... Across everyone, it's like, it's it's superhero fatigue, it's multiverse fatigue, whatever you want to call it. It's bad movie fatigue. People are just yeah. like, I'm not... In, I, I have better things to do with my time. And I think, like, it was weird with the pandemic and all. And then afterwards, now people are like, I just want to go to a good one. <laughs> like, if I yeah. go... Like, everything costs, like, 20 fucking euro <laughs> to, like, get anything to go to the cinema. If you don't... If you bring any kids with you, you're spending fucking over 50. Easy. Um, and so, like, just maybe do a good movie. That's... And it's so strange because, like, names don't no longer drag it in. It's not like... That's what we were talking about earlier on. It's like, oh, Batman's in this. I gotta go see it. It's like, what well, is it good? Like, yeah. I don't like care. Batman versus Superman, like, ironically, in this environment, gets destroyed. I think gets destroyed way more than it did. It got because that's 2016. That, yeah. I mean, it had a drop off, but that still made like 700 million dollars. 100 percent. Yeah, no, and we, like we were forgiven a lot back then because it was just it was what it was. I also think like we went because we went through like the pandemic, and then everyone values their time and money more. Whereas back when Batman vs. Superman came out, it was just, oh, comics are the new thing. Gotta go see all the comic stuff, otherwise you're out of the loop. You know? But now it's like, now it it's do- fine. Ironically, it does have a very high score in Rotten Tomatoes. That like... It the has audience score. 84% uh, on the audience score. Like, see, that- that's incredibly high. It is. It is. And yeah, I... Like, I, I, I don't put too much faith in Rotten Tomatoes ever, simply because they, it could be review-bombed positively or negatively by audiences. 
like that can be orchestrated and things like that. It does say a lot, and I have heard like the general feeling on Twitter is that it's a fun movie with horrendous effects. But I, it's, and look, I've not seen it, but from what I've seen of the trailers, etc., I have no interest in watching that movie. Which is what a trailer is meant to do: is you can determine whether or not the movie is for you. And I think not it's, yeah, I think you're, I think you're right in terms of that. It's the DC vibe. People know. It means nothing. Yeah. And so it's not building to anything. And so, but also we've always said like, just make a movie. But like with these superhero movies, I think there's something intrinsically linked because we know DC are trying to build a universe that like, they're like, oh, well, it's actually just diet. Like this is, this is like the last few weeks before the comic book writers know New 52 is coming in. And these are like the three issues before that. And they're just like, oh, this is a good story, but nobody really cares because they know there's going to be a reboot. Um, yeah, in three so, we're not, so you're not getting, you're not going to get sales numbers on those issues because it's not really going to matter. And also, nobody likes Ezra. <laughs> I think this is the That's first the time where thing. I think people just turned on a lead character. It's like so badly, but not for no reason. Like, no. <laughs> like Ezra did so many crimes. No, yeah, like they did. They were an actual criminal. They were on the run. Like. That's not forgiven. It's fucking wild that this movie came out, in my opinion. I mean, they went they went to the press conference. They were like, I'm not going to answer any questions, but I'm going to make a speech. I'm like, yeah. nah, man. <laughs> like, you, you don't do get this. to make speech. I don't get to murder someone. They'd be like, no questions, please. <laughs> Wasn't um, the lady who plays Supergirl, Sasha Cal? Wasn't she doing a lot of the press for this movie? Oh, she was. Her and Keaton were carrying this. Like, and that's great. And they're like... Those are two. I think very she's good great, actors. by the way. I think she's, she's really great. Good. Yeah, no, I like it. Uh, genuinely. If like we could keep her in the new DCU, <laughs> that would be yeah, excellent. That'd be great. Um, speaking of Supergirl, Shaw, we're going to finish on the news that oh. might be positive. There was a lot of negative there stuff, but that's that's the old universe, Shaw. That's, that's true. It's, it's behind gone. us. It's the old us. It's the old us. We're new us now. We're Superman uh, us. We're the James Gunn Superman. Oh, it's legacy Superman version. That is, we have a new Superman and a new Lois Lane that were confirmed over the last week by DC. We have found Henry Cavill's replacement and yeah. he looks like a, looks like Henry Cavill, but a different version. And that's really good because Henry Cavill was like, looked like P- Clark Kent. So, I mean, this is the thing. why not? They you're don't casting really for, Superman castings. You're, you're casting for an existing character, so... Brandon Roe was a great cast as well. Yeah, unreal. And, and like, I like that they've gone the younger Superman route as well. Like, it's it's much more interesting to me. So it's uh, David Corrinsweat and Rachel Brosnan uh, are going to be um, Clark Kent and Lois Lane in this movie. I think this is a really good choice. They're both, I think, like, 30, 31, 32, around that age. So yeah. they're probably going to be here for more a log haul. Um Movie written, of course, by James Gunn. I think this movie could be really great. The and I think the two. I think it's really good that they pick two people that like are wouldn't have been like top of everyone's lists. But I there's a weird thing that they're like it's kind of a safe pick, but sometimes the safe pick is the good pick. It's better, yeah. Like I get what they're doing. I get what you mean. Like he is. He's he's on every list for who would be a good Superman actor, and that's for a reason. He'd, he'd be a good Superman actor. I've not seen. I've not seen. I'm looking at his IMDb. I've not seen anything that he's in. 
Um, he's in an episode of House of Cards, I think I've seen, but nothing. I don't know his range as a person. I will say Rachel Brosnan is in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and she's fantastic yeah. in that. She is so, I, I, so good. I, look, the thing is, we trust James Gunn in terms of, he might be the wrong with the Flash, but I mean, he he's going to say that. They were, all, they were all saying that. Everyone was saying that. Uh, but it's a case with this in that, like, I don't think he's going to cast, he, he hasn't cast anyone wrong yet. Like, Guardians are all cast perfectly. Yeah, so and, like, the, and it, they were, we've talked about this before, they were out there casting choices as well. Yeah, like, like Chris Pratt, who the fuck was going to pick Chris Pratt as Star-Lord? Absolutely nobody. Yeah. Um, that's why, like, this is probably a safer option, but it's also an option that he can, like, then mould them into whatever version of Superman he wants. Whereas if you bring in somebody like, I don't know, Tom Cruise, everyone knows the type of movie you're going to get. Whereas yeah. they're a little more of, they might be seen as, if you just look at a photo, oh, they look like Henry Cavill. Or they look like, yeah, that's, that's cool, yeah, that's grand. But in the movie, they could they could be really fucking great, like, depending on what they're told, what direction. Like, it's all down to the script and the direction here in terms yeah. of what they can do. 100%. And look, from a studio perspective, they're probably delighted because, like, um, David Cornswell is 29. Like, yeah. he can be in these movies for 15, 20 years. Yeah. And he'll still look the part as Superman. And, like, he's going to be fucking jacked to the gills. They're going to put him on this, like, six-month fucking train thing. I also, between you and me, this might be unpopular, I kind of like a not a not very muscly Superman. <laughs> like, just I, lean. Because he's, like, super-powered. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I get that, yeah. Like, he doesn't, like, the, the, in, is it, it's in Flashpoint when he breaks out of the, in the comic, when he breaks out of the, like, holding cell underground and he's never had radiation before. He's all emaciated. But once he gets sunlight, he's still really, really strong. Like. Yeah. That's really cool. I think Brandon Rout was a good level of build for Superman. Yeah, like Henry Cavill was gigantic. He looks like like he's a, a massive human being. But yeah. like I I do there, there's charm in the fact that like he doesn't have to be a giant. He's just powered by the fucking sun. Like that's it's like the Flash doesn't have massive quads. <laughs> like it's <laughs> yeah. fine. Like, it doesn't have to like biologically make sense. He can just we, be We really trust strong. that he's quick or we trust that the su- Superman is is strong. That is grand. Yeah, um, so I think he's going to get strong, but I don't think he's going to... He's not going to get, like, Chris Hemsworth big. I don't think anyone could. I think, I think no, Hemsworth and Ca- Cavill are, like, help. different level. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, no, I, I think this movie could be really, really good. And that's a really positive thing to say about this, because they need this. Yeah, they do. And, and the characters need it as well. Like, we deserve a good Superman movie. Also, Lex Luthor, who you cast him? Oh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg again. No. Uh, who? I, you know what? I was thinking Nicholas Holt, like, again. Like, I know that's been rumoured, but, like, he's been he's up for Superman and Batman and Lex Luthor consistently. But, like... I'd like to see him as a villain. Do a full, like, Tony from Skins version of Lex Luthor, who's an abs- just an absolute sociopath. Does just a not dickhead. care about anyone around him. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, get, just give me do Nicholas Lex Luthor from the Justice League cartoon. That Lex Luthor, but in movie form. Yeah, or uh, Schmidt from New Girl. <laughs> Have you been watching New Girl? I've been watching clips, watching a lot of clips of New Girl. Okay. Occasionally I'll no, sit down I'm and watch a full I'm, episode. I'm a New Girl stan, Sean. I'm, I'm all <laughs> in about it. My one episode 
You should watch season two, episode, I think, nine. It's called Menzies. It's got the best scene of Nick of all time. Okay. Um, I think it might be episode nine, episode eight, something like that. Season two, episode nine of... They're they're suggesting all these other shows. Succession, Breaking Bad, Ted Lasso. No, no, no. I'm going to pop in New Girl. (laughs) We want the New Girl version. I I think it's around that one. It's called Eggs? No, it might be Ted then. It might be Ted. All right. Look, we I can determine this off mic. We don't have to sort this out on the show. <laughs> if if I was close enough, I'll take that. If I was within it's, one episode. It's uh can I see all these episodes New Girl season 2 of New Girl. Hang on. How many episodes are there? It's a lot. Like 22 22 a season, or 25 a season, yeah. What do you think the name of it was? Menzies. Menzies. Uh season 2 episode 7. Oh, I was way off. <laughs> way off. Ah, you're worth it. You're an absolute fucking disgrace. I'm a rookie. <laughs> Shit. Such a good episode. <laughs> it's got the first introduction to Trad on the bench, talking to Nick. <laughs> I would have seen it. They know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> you guys get it? <laughs> you guys get it? This is fucking comedy. But I think, um, yeah, Superman's going to be good. I'm really happy with all those castings. Uh, people go watch New Girl. But, Sean, <laughs> I, I think that's kind of it. I think that's it. Do you want me to take us out, Connor? Yes, Ryder. Thank you for listening to this episode of Movies Monthly. We will be back, not on Wednesday, because I am away. Uh, might be something on Friday, but we're not going to lock anything into that then. But then the Wednesday after, we'll be back for Weird News Wednesdays. Uh, big thank you to all of our patrons over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that is in the description. And special shout-outs go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Waffles Loves You and is Hoping You Have a Good Day, David Clark, Sean Chuckling in the Wash, It'll be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever, Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, Luke Darth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost, Buster, Ed Ball, Connor and Lorraine have struck again when Sean least expects it. Russ, I too wandered outside in a storm and strangely was struck out of nowhere by two saucepans parfait. Jackson Bruheim, Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tipsly subscribed to the Patreon, and Kira Lawler. Thank you all so much for your support we really appreciate it head on over there if you want to support the show there is also heresforhire.ie forward slash shop that's our merch store link below twitter's at heresforhirepod facebook is detective divilman's discussion group instagram is heresforhirepodcast and the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist just the one please I think that's about it Connor I think so so I've been Connor Lawler I've been Sean Neal I shall see you all next month please. bye bye If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.